Hey there. We at Blue Wire just wanted to take a second to thank you for listening to this podcast. We know everything outside is pretty scary and uncertain, but we're committed to helping you get through your day by talking about the sports and teams that you love most. If you're looking for more great podcasts to distract you, check out BlueWirePods.com. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the podcast and stay safe. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Land Parties from the Las Vegas Review Journal. This episode is presented by Bet Online. I am your host, Lucas Agan, and joining me as always is Ryan Smith. Ryan, how's it going today? Uh, not bad. Some some terrible, terrible news we'll talk about here in a second in in the gaming world. But uh, other than that, it was it was a pretty chill weekend. Uh, got to catch some uh, Overwatch League. Uh, you know, we got to get our first real taste of Valorant. Uh, excited to talk about that a little bit. Uh, so, so not bad, not bad. Yeah. You know, it's, it's obviously we're still dealing with some crazy times. Uh, great time to be a gamer though, if you're looking for some bright sides, but we are going to start off with some not so great gaming news. And Ryan, I know you know that I was torn up about this news once it broke. The Last Absolutely of Us Part you. 2 has been delayed indefinitely, and we and we have no idea when it's going to come out now. Absolutely, absolutely heartbreaking uh, to hear that. Um, I, I kind of, I, I did a little d- digging and, and found a pretty good article that kind of, because like that was kind of my thoughts at first was like, well, number one, you know, it's like, you know, they, they said it's because of the coronavirus. Uh, it's, it's, you know, this or that, that they're pushing it back. Um, you know, I'm thinking, number one, why don't they just do a digital release? Right. Just do an all digital release. You don't have to worry about physical copies because this kind of plays into because, you know, what happened last week? Um, they end up uh, dropping Final Fantasy seven remake early, like in Australia and other places uh, because of, due to shipment, uh, just shipment issues and whatnot. They dropped it. It dropped nine days early, earlier than the release date. So they've had it, uh, which have caused other issues as far as like with spoilers and them. They're still like an NDA as far as people being able to stream it uh, and stuff like that. So I think they're trying to uh, avoid a situation uh, like that. I think they want to if they do you know go with physical copies as well they would want to be able to release it around the same time as the digital otherwise you're going to have one group that already has the game meanwhile the people with the there's no incentive to get the physical copy at that point especially if people are going to uh uh be able to play it and whatnot early so uh you know i understand that, that that's quite the conundrum uh, and I feel like lots of things, uh, you know, as far as the situation that we're currently in right now uh, is kind of up in the air. So I, I think it's appropriate for them to say indefinitely, no matter how much it breaks my heart, uh, how saddening it is. But what we do know about Naughty Dog is that, you know, they they put out, you know, they like when they put out a game, it, it is completed. It is polished. Uh, it's solid. So I could, you know, I, I think there's a little bit of that as well, where they're maybe not quite at the level, you know, they haven't gotten that last little bit done with it. Uh, so I think that I, I think there's a number of factors uh, that are that are playing into their decision um, with this. It's just it's for gamers. I was. Ah, ah. 
<laughs> yeah, you know, l- let me start by saying you're right. Naughty Dog has had a great track record. I I firmly believe The Last of Us Part Two is going to be amazing and fantastic. I expect nothing less nothing less from these guys. And you know, it I, I'm sure it'll still be one of my favorite games this year, if not my favorite game. It it just stinks that it's come to this. Um, you know, I think part of the disappointment too for me is still. This game was first announced in 2016, and I understand that first tease that they prefaced it by saying this is this is just basically saying that they're working on it. But man, when you tease a game of this magnitude that early, (laughs) any delay just 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 is so much bigger in your mind. And, And sometimes I would rather them wait and have way less of a time in between your announcement to when it comes out because it just it makes it makes these delays more tolerable in my mind yeah no i i agree with that and you know sometimes i feel like i mean the the same thing happened with like uh anthem where i mean they were talking they hyped that up you know that was seven years in the making and their delivery was terrible uh it was so underwhelming uh, compared to what everyone thought uh you know so but again we know that they're gonna deliver uh with this my other question too is um does that then is are we going to see any kind of delays as far as with the show that they were talking about uh you know working on i think that uh, it was a hbo show right it was yeah yeah you know you know you you'd think so um maybe they're saving graces i i didn't really see what stage of production they were on so if they were just working out the script maybe they wouldn't be delayed too much because they're still working out the story hopefully that's the case uh in this instance but yeah you'd, you'd imagine if they were at any significant part in development that that show would would then be delayed yeah yeah so i mean it, it's unfortunate that um that it's come to this point where they're having to do this not only that but now it's just like we don't know when when we're gonna get you guys this game uh hopefully you know it's sometime this year but maybe it's not until next year or maybe they go to an extreme where they just say you know we're just gonna we're just gonna uh do digital copies only for this game i doubt that it'll come to that because then they lose sales you know selling physical copies, selling collect- uh, collector's editions, uh, things like that. But, I mean, you know, there's going to be, you know, is there going to be any give or take or or is somebody going to say, you know what, you need to drop this? Not only that, but this moving back further, you're going to run into that weird problem again where where they they drop it right at the end of the, the life of the current uh, uh, console right at the beginning of the life of of a new console and they were not prepared for it last time dude and i felt like it kind of bit them in the butt you know because i i was part of that i had it on ps3 but i never picked it up for ps4 because i was like i'm not gonna buy this game again (laughs) yeah you know and it kind of reminds me of breath of the wild that was originally supposed to be just a wii u game and then it became essentially a switch launch game and then the wii u version was just an afterthought and so it it does make you wonder the timing's gonna be weird but does does the last of us now just become a ps5 launch title rather than a ps4 swan song basically in people's minds 
that's what I would do. I, I would think at this point, if they were smart about it, they would focus on the PS5, making sure that stuff is optimized and ready to go, which again, rumor mill, uh, you know, I, I was, I was doing a little reading and, you know, they're talking, I saw some, some pretty negative things as far as PlayStation, how they under, uh, estimated what Sony or what the Xbox was going to do. They may be backtracking and holding up production to try to beef it up a little bit. Uh, I saw something about developers having, uh, issues with the optimization with the hardware that's in there and things kind of being sketchy so again i don't know take it with a grain of salt but uh you know if there is any uh validity to what they're saying to these rumors um that's scary that's scary (laughs) for us that are looking forward to the ps5 and and they're absolutely correct dude like the the xbox outperforms the ps5 in like every way it's crazy how they underestimated what xbox and microsoft was gonna do with that uh with that system you know and it's it's funny because if you want to do what sony and microsoft do and get into an arms race every generation yeah you you better be on point with what you think your competition's gonna do because if you're behind i mean once that narrative is established it's just so hard to recover from that i mean mm-hmm. you look at you look at the narrative that the xbox one stumbled out of the gate which it did but you look at that narrative and they never recovered from it they never did like they've just stopped releasing sales figures for the xbox like they, they just they just said all right <laughs> you win we can <laughs> uh so yeah it i mean <laughs> This is where I'm going to nitpick at Sony a little bit. They could have shown how they could battle that if they would have made that talk they did that was supposed to be for developers (laughs) into like a little more of a sizzle reel. Show us something. Show us how the PlayStation, just because the specs might not match up, how does Sony, how does this machine optimize it well? I mean, you you got to show that if you're behind on paper. I mean, show us something. Yeah, and well, not only that. I mean, I think it's basically gonna come down to a price game. Mm-hmm. That's the only that's the only play they have left in order to make it make it successful. Uh, unless they do, unless they are working on a more powerful PlayStation and they just drop them at the same time. Otherwise, you're gonna you're gonna end up running into the same thing where you get the where you get the original. Uh, uh, you know, PlayStation, and then, you know, six months down the road, they're going to come out with the souped up version, the one that should have came out at launch. Right. And it's like, you know, people, people, you know, ain't got time for that, man. Yeah, I, I will say this. If if Sony does have multiple SKUs and they don't release them both, and then the more powerful one comes out soon after the base model, that will annoy me to uh a lot <laughs> like, i think like, it'll annoy everybody yeah, dude. Right. yeah like like the playstation pro and the xbox one x were okay because years had passed before between that and the base model so i'm okay with like a mid-cycle upgrade i guess if a couple years pass but if if sony doesn't come out with both models and then six months down the road they come out and be like man so i feel like i just wasted my money <laughs> like yeah, absolutely <laughs> It would be a waste of money, I feel like. It's like, well, you didn't even give me the option to get this other one that I would have gotten out the gate um, as opposed to, hey, I already spent this money. I'm not really marketing to you now, you know, because you've already spent the money. Now I'm going toward, I don't even know who you're going for because uh, your 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 base that, that bought that level, you're just going to annoy annoy your base really is, is what is all that I would I feel would accomplish yeah definitely so I mean Sony <laughs> Sony has goodwill built up because of the PlayStation 4 let's just hope they're not ready to just 
wash that all down the drain here. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just got to uh, say, you know, Naughty Dog, at least from my perspective, I, you know, I get it. Do what you got to do. Just deliver a solid game. Uh, you know, whatever it takes. Yeah, this has been a rough year for the big releases, though. Just, just all these delays. I know, obviously, not all of it is their fault, but yeah, my goodness, this has been a rough year to get these big games out on time. Well, there's a lot going on too. I felt, I feel like you know, especially with it being a a, a generational change, um, within the uh, uh consoles, um, things always. I I feel like they could they could they get kind of wonky because they're trying to work on multiple things at the same time, optimizing the same game for, you know, both the PS4 or PS5 or whatever. However, I don't, I don't know the back end stuff to that. Uh, but I imagine it doesn't go without some extra effort and, uh, yeah, things it's, it, it has definitely been a rocky, uh, 2020 start, uh, for, um, uh, these AAA games. Yeah, let's let's just hope they uh, they live up to the billing because that will make people forget real quick. <laughs> true story, very true story. Uh, moving on though, we did uh, have some uh, Overwatch League uh, matches throughout the weekend and into this morning because we had uh, uh, some of the teams over in uh, uh, Asia playing. Uh, but just kind of a recap real quick. We had uh, Defiant taking out uh, Washington Justice. R- Washington Justice had a, a rough, rough weekend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> LA Gladiators finally got some dubs. Uh, they they uh, uh, goose egg Dallas Fuel there. LA Valiant, uh, they took that L to the San Francisco Shock, 3-1. to one. Um the dragons and the sparks dragons take that league. I was trying to go to the standings, but something's kind of glitched out about their website. I wasn't able to uh, uh, to get over there. You had Paris uh, winning again. Fusion three uh, owed uh, Washington Justice. That's uh, kind of to be expected. Uh, La Valiant lost again to the Fuel. Um, then you had the dragons taking on the hunters and charge and sparks. So uh, things are definitely uh, moving along as far as uh, with the league. I'm glad they're, you know, they were able to, uh, uh, you know, again, we're in this digital age. So, uh, you know, they're able to uh, uh, get these matches and tournaments in uh, all digitally and, and remotely, uh, which is cool. But um, yeah, it was, it was uh, pretty solid matches this weekend. Yeah, it was. And, you know, it's, like I said, it's 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 just nice to have these matches going again. Um, you know, it, it's funny how how much you miss just seeing any matches at all until you go through a little bit without them. And uh, so, yeah, I, I had fun watching them. I didn't watch all of them, obviously. We've got, some, uh, but it's it's it was fun. Some good performances. Uh, it's I I don't know that I was necessarily surprised with any of the results from this weekend, but what what did you see? Yeah, no, it was. Uh, I I think the the people that that were expected to win uh, won. It's nice to see uh, Gladiators uh, get those dubs too, because I know that they had a bit of a struggle uh, here at the beginning of the season. So it's always nice to be able to see that. Uh, unfortunately, though, uh, Valiant uh, continu- continues to struggle. Uh, to get some dubs and 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 uh, get some wins up in there, uh, but speaking though of uh, of of esports, um, we had uh, Valorant, mm-hmm. Valorant, 
Yep. That's what we're going to go with. I've been with. struggling with the name. I've been struggling with the name. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll say Valorant. Uh, I'm just making things up. Valorant. <laughs> we finally got some uh, a, a good taste of Valorant. They, uh, they, so they, what they did, they're in their closed beta right now. They gave out some keys uh, to some top tier Twitch streamers. Um, and they're actually enabled, and I signed up, by the way. Um, but they enabled drops, so if you watch on Twitch, um, you have the possibility of winning a closed beta key and being able to play the game yourself. You just have to connect your Riot account and your Twitch account mm-hmm. and then watch uh, watch the streams. Um, but, yeah, uh, dude, I'm not going to lie. I was not impressed, to be honest, from what I've seen. Um it it and and it's funny because yeah, during one of my streams, somebody made uh, uh, I I felt like it was an interesting comment. They said all they do, they said that Riot just rips off other people's games. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they said they said you know and I was just like oh man they said they just rip it off and <laughs> so just like because like I mean every comparison I could see in and I've heard about this game is CS:GO and Overwatch mashed together it's a, it's a mix mash of those two games essentially and that's kind of what it looked like um the graphics i wasn't a big fan of the graphics it's kind of a little too cartoony for me personally uh however i i mean i okay. from what i've seen and stuff like that these these top tier csgo players and stuff like that are absolutely raving and loving it i don't know if that is Due to uh, sponsorship, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's sponsorship <laughs> talk or or if they truly feel that way, but that's what they're saying on the interwebs. Um, but yeah, from what I saw, I just was like, Meh, it's cool. I'll continue playing Overwatch. Uh, personally, I might try it out. <laughs> I, I I mean, I did sign up for. I do want to try it out, you know. And I haven't, uh-huh. you know, I never really played or I played CS:GO back back in the day. That was probably like my first uh, like multiplayer FPS game. And, um, you know, so it's been years since I played it and I've watched people play and it's always, you know, I'm like, eh, I don't like the fact that you can't zoom in, I guess. Uh, it's kind of weird, right. but I guess you can't do that on Overwatch either. Anyway, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm just kind of rambling here. Um, <laughs> I just, yeah, I wasn't you know, impressed. You know, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit on the fence on, on this game. Um, I, I was, I mean, you know, obviously the obvious comparison, I was also pinging up a little, rainbow six siege vibes yeah. from it as well um i just because i see a lot of csgo and rainbow six in it is the reason why i'm on the fence on it i like to play csgo i'm just not very good at yeah. it so <laughs> just um not in my skill set which automatically makes me way more on the fence on this game than probably a lot of people um it I don't know that the graphics bothered me as much. Uh, I didn't didn't necessarily think they were too cartoony. Um, I'm just interested to see how this game will fare out once it gets released into the wild. Uh, it, it's it's interesting because uh, whoever commented about Riot for you guys, no, that was some shade. They yeah, they Riot right there. Yeah, they did. <laughs> but, but you know, a company like Riot is one of the few companies that has the uh cachet to make a game like this work right now and and really come out of the gate swinging and work on a high level so i'm interested to see if they can do that see how the community builds and reacts um i i'm just on the fence i'm, I'm probably never gonna get too into this game just because 
it's not in my wheelhouse, but but I'm interested. I'll watch a lot yeah, of it anyway. No, I mean again, it's it's one and it's hard to make an accurate assessment without actually playing it, you know, just from watching it and watching other people play it. You can never really at least myself, I feel like I have to at least get get a hands on experience. Uh, and then I'll be able to make an accurate mm-hmm. assessment of a game. But, uh, I mean, from what I've seen, though, I was just like, eh. I mean, it's cool that they have abilities. That part, that's the part to me uh, that's really intriguing. Uh, the CSGO style FPS, um, I don't know. I, I haven't played it in years, so maybe I don't know how I feel about it. I just I have no interest really. Uh, in it for some reason, nothing's ever said. You know, I, yeah, yeah. Let me give it a shot or anything like that. I just, I just, I'm, I'm like, meh. But I'll give this a shot for sure. If I can get my hands on it, <laughs> I will absolutely give it a shot. Yeah, I mean, and you know, the other thing that's really going to interest me this year, especially, is this could be a big year for Riot, and it could be if these games don't work out well, kind of a setback because they also have Legend of Runeterra, that card game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're they're going to be making this strong push into other genres. So I'm just interested to see whether they can make headway and become major players in these different kinds of games. I mean, that that I find fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And and that is going to be interesting to see because I mean, they are basically lining it up to be an esports game. So I can't imagine that they're not already in those conversations or already have things in the works for when they actually launch this game. Do we do, do we know exactly like when's the uh, tentative release date? Uh, for this game oh man let me see i can't I don't have that on yeah the top of my i can't head. think of when it is i'm pretty i i've just yeah, i can't imagine it's not coming out sometime this year uh if they're at least in a uh uh closed beta setting um but i could be wrong too mm-hmm. could be one of those because i know there's a lot of games too that will go years and years kind of in this uh i'm i'm playing a game right now last oasis uh, which is in like very, it's like in a pre-alpha build right now. Although that game is clean. Right. So the what I'm seeing is no exact release date, but they have said summer. Summer. Okay. So okay. Yeah. So so yeah. So they're. I mean, it sounds like they've got a. I mean, it's pretty tight as far as what they're doing. How they're going to release it? I'm guessing it's going to be a free to play, uh, game. Or is there any conversation as far as with that? Uh, I believe it's going to be free to play. Yeah, I can't imagine it because uh, LOL is uh, free to play, right? And yes. they have, yeah, like add-ons and, and stuff like that. So, uh, I yeah, I'm guessing it's going to be a free to play game and then everybody's going to get on it. It's going to be the hot the hot new thing uh, for a while. And then... Uh, and then you know we'll we'll see how it how it fares and whatnot. But I I can see especially with uh, within their marketing and how they're you know utilizing uh, these big uh, Twitch streamers, especially these ones that are that have you know had those communities built that play games similar to that. Um, you know they're they're it's going to be out there. It's going to be in a lot of people people's hands and and they're going to play it. So we're going to get to see uh, how how Riot uh, handles. Uh, their first uh, FPS. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be an interesting ride, nonetheless. So, um, excited to see what happens with it, one way or the other. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Bet Online still has hundreds of sports, events, and games to wager on. 
or let them bring Vegas to you with their online casino and blackjack. All open 24 hours a day and all online, including their $750,000 poker series. If you're into props and entertainment betting, you can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the weather. Visit the website and join today to receive a 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Be sure to use the promo code BLUEWIRE. Bet online, your online wagering experts. And you know, Ryan, speaking of esports, uh, the HyperX esports arena out here obviously has been uh, a big name in the esports world, uh, doing their best, you know, to to host events and not just esporting events. I know they've hosted some World Poker Tour final tables and whatnot. And obviously, with the coronavirus hitting everybody, they've of course been forced to shut down um, as we all wait to get over this this virus and. What that has forced them to do is kind of turn back to hosting online events, which is something that I guess kind of surprisingly at first glance, they hadn't been focusing on as much uh, since the arena has been open. And we were able to sit down with Kevin Forstrom, who's a tournament director with the arena, and Justin Carter to kind of chat about what's that been like. They had five guys decide they were going to quarantine together to keep putting on online events four players and uh we kind of talked about what's that's like and and how how life is like living with four other guys that you hadn't lived with before and welcome back to land parties and we have two very special guests with us this afternoon we are joined by kevin forstrom and carter with the HyperX esports arena guys how are you guys doing today doing pretty good yeah we're doing excellent uh successfully finish one show today we're ready good and you know let's just jump in here take me through the process of the conversations you guys had to have when a lot of the developments with the coronavirus were coming in and you guys were kind of developing the plan of attack here to still provide uh events for people to take part in well originally the first week we still plan on operating out of the arena but as things got kind of progressively worse we had to make kind of like a big decision on like, what, what do we do next? What's the next step? We can't continue to work out of the arena. So what do we want to do? So that was when we kind of like, I was like, well, what if we just did this from, from my house? Like this is kind of something that was always kind of a cool thing that we've always kind of maybe dreamed about doing, hosting like a big land party essentially in my house. It's always been like a dream of mine since I was like 16 years old. So now is like a perfect opportunity to do it. So I kind of jumped at the chance and we, kind of pitched it to the upper management and they were like, are you sure you want to do this? And we were like, yeah, this sounds pretty fun. We just kind of looked at each other and I was like, Kevin, are you sure? That's, that's a lot of equipment. And he's like, seems like a lot of fun. Is it possible? And I, I just went to the whiteboard and I had this huge list written out on it. And, Ke- and I was like, Kevin, are you sure? He goes, yep, let's do it. So, <laughs> Uh, we pitched it to upper management, uh, and they they were behind us. So. I, I love hearing that too because I, I talked about this here as this stuff was starting to uh, like come down and unfold. It was like I think this is also going to be a time where people are going to get innovative. They're going to try out uh, new things, and that digital space is really where people are going to be able to connect. Uh, so I kind of feel like you know, n- number one, you guys going being proactive about that and and 
stepping up and and taking that on. Um, I feel like you guys are kind of, uh, uh, you know, again, ahead of that curve where a lot of people are trying to play catch up now and say, hey, how do I reach people digitally? How do I, you know, do this or that? Um, how, how do you feel that the, uh, the community is, uh, responding, uh, to everything that's been going on? So far, we've had some really amazing feedback from all the players. At first I was like, maybe a little worried that like they wouldn't be as into it as they are, but everyone has given us a lot of positive feedback. Uh, Stefan and I are the ones actively running the tournaments. And after every single one of our tournaments over the last two weeks, we've gotten at least like a small handful of messages saying, thank you, please keep it up. Please keep going. Anything to they, they just wanted to keep going, giving them something to do, keep themselves entertained and involved. And uh, on the, the production side of things, uh, our casters, uh, this is a unique opportunity for them. Uh, they're, they're casting from home, uh, from the comfort of their home, and they're doing two a day sometimes. Uh, something that wasn't possible up until now. Uh, we're, we're breaking barriers like uh, and, and trying to figure out new ways to do things. And uh, everybody's pretty impressed with it so far is what I've been hearing and, and just the opportunity that online video games allow us are in, it's insane. We, we see something new every day. In terms of programming here, how do you guys kind of settle on what to offer at first and what are you guys plans going forward here? I mean, we know we'll be indoors at least to the 30th of April. So, uh, how, how is your programming going to evolve here? So we've been trying to just kind of, throw things out there, see what sticks, see what communities get attached to it. Uh, we kind of pick some of our personal favorites as well. Like I'm a, I, I got into esports in the first place because of Starcraft two. So when we did our Starcraft two tournament, uh, I casted it. I did a terrible job, but I had a lot of fun doing it because it was just like, let's just throw it to the wall, see what sticks. Um, we're trying things we've never tried before in the arena. Um, to reach an audience we've never really been able to catch before. So, um, like we've, we've never really done a FIFA tournament. Uh, we did an NBA 2k for the first time. Um, we've moved fully into like, like some serious, like esports style games too. Like modern warfare, uh, modern warfare Warzone just came out. We did our first tournament for that last week. I got some really great feedback from the players, people saying it's the best format that people could come up with. And I'm like, Heck yeah, that, that makes me stoked. I'm excited to hear that from people. Yeah, that is that is legit. Uh, Justin, uh, from a production standpoint, uh, what exactly, um, you know, what is exactly does it take kind of from like a, a start to finish? Like, how do you, you know, producing the, uh, a whole show, you know, getting all the equipment, making sure everybody's on the same page, kind of take us down that path a little bit. It's, it was a little interesting. We, we, basically pulled a whole rack of stuff out. Uh, what do we need? You know, you need audio, you need video, you need some observers, you need some graphics, somehow you need to reach the internet. And then it came to the conversation, like, hey, Kevin, how's your internet? And, and the company was nice enough and say, look, whatever you need, we'll, we'll help you get it. So we upgraded That's Kevin's awesome. whole home internet to, to be able to produce some of these things. But uh, to, we basically send a private feed to our casters who are in their house. Uh, they can, uh, watch that cast off that we and we send it all back to us um, so we can time everything up it's a it's a nifty little challenge that we ran into but uh, through the modern age and software uh, like discord and twitch uh, we have some really good partners that we can reach out to and they, they they can help us out sometimes if we run into a problem um, hyperx is a really good pro uh, partner of ours and 
they're, they're helping us out with some gear and making this happen. Right. So we just, we're fortunate enough to have access to the equipment we need to make it, to make it remote, a Remy solution out of a living room. You know, the experience that you guys are having now, is this going to change the arena's approach to offering, having more online offerings once things get back to normal? Yeah. So after we, so we've been kind of pitching this idea of doing online tournaments and I, I've been with uh, uh, the arena since it opened uh, t- two years ago. Uh, and it's been something that like, we've always like talked about, like wanting to do online things. Uh, we just never really got like it off the ground. So now that we've started it, I don't think there's any real opportunity to stop it. Like we know there's a market for it. We know that people are, want it and We'll continue to do it alongside our normal programming once the arena opens back up too. Yeah, it opens up uh, new avenues for us. Uh, there's definitely no reason to stop, and there's no reason to not do what we were doing because we were do- being successful in in the in arena experience and uh, just the lure of Las Vegas and the arena itself. Uh, tying that in with our online tournaments, uh, there should be no reason to back down, just to double down at that point. Here in the next couple of weeks, uh, what can we expect from you guys? Uh, so more tournaments. Uh, we are going to be, I believe, up upping our tournament numbers. We're going to be doing more uh, every week, uh, starting not next week, but the week after. Uh, so we want to get more out there. Like I said earlier, we kind of want to throw things to the wall, see what sticks, see what people like, see what people are enjoying the most and really help grow those communities. So, um, specifically, I think we were talking about doing, like, we want to do like more league of legends. That was really popular. Warzone is really popular. We were going to take a look at maybe some of the smaller games that have like smaller communities, but passionate ones, uh, like heroes of storm, maybe like a Dota is way big. So like, throw some Dota in there. Like there's a ton of stuff, uh, with the new, uh, Valorant game coming out. We're definitely looking into possibly seeing what we can do with that. Um, going into closed beta might be a little tough to get some players, but I think it will be a fun experience if we can get it off the ground. Some, some cool things on the production side. We have a lot of, uh, we have a lot of connections with pro sports, MLB, uh, NBA and, and NFL. Uh, we have, some. you'll, if you look closely enough in some of our tournaments, you're going to see some names you might recognize in the NFL world or the MLB world. So, the, um, you know, I, I don't want to name drop right now, but uh, <laughs> this week we should definitely have at least one F- NFL player in our tournament. And uh, we might be hearing from him a little bit with a little side interview, which is nice. Uh, they, you know, they're bored, too. They, they're just working out. They're staying fit. They're ready for when things blow over in the meantime. Let's give them something fun to do and they're interested and they're, they're going to hop on board with us. You know, I know my last question um, isn't necessarily directly related to gaming, but th- there's five of you living together right now, correct? Yeah. You know, I mean, what is that process like? Because I'm assuming that you guys hadn't been living together in any pairs or anything like that before. So coming together in a situation like this where you're working together but now you're also living together, at least for the foreseeable future here. How what, how is that balance for you guys? Well, so originally it's uh, me and my roommate, John, uh, are the ones who live here normally. Um, Carter, Stefan, and Gerard have joined us. But we spend so much time at the arena together that it doesn't feel like too much different. Uh, 
for me, it's kind of nice because now I don't have to drive 30 minutes. So I can just walk downstairs and they're just there. And I'm like, <laughs> heck yeah, like, let's get to work. But uh, balance wise, I don't like don't think we have too much going on. We do have a new addition to the household also, though. There's a, a secret sixth one. Uh, her name is Padme. Uh, she is a little dog. She's Carter's dog. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, when I uh, when I when we first pitched the idea, I was like, "Hey, uh, I can't leave my dog at home for you know the foreseeable future." Uh, I was like, "Kevin, it's a, it's a small dog. Don't don't freak out. She's probably the <laughs> nicest dog you'll ever meet." And Kevin was a little little shady, a uh, little con- uh, not shady, a little skeptical <laughs> skeptical at first, but then uh, uh, she's asleep in his lap as we speak. Yeah, um, they uh, she. She's in love with everyone here, and every uh, everybody loves her. We did have to segregate a few snores, though, uh, or we had dispersed <laughs> rooms. <laughs> but but uh, we're working through it. We're all friends, uh, and uh, we follow the HyperX tagline. We're all gamers. We we play around every every night um, after work just to just to relax. So. Playing a lot of Age of Empires and Team Fight Tactics. Nice, yeah. I got a buddy that plays uh, Team Fight Very Tactics. Nice. New new sets, real good. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, is there anything else you guys want to uh, add before we take off here? Mm. Well, we appreciate you guys bringing us on. Uh, well, obviously, we're just doing this, for, you know, to to stay alive, break down barriers. But um, we didn't realize that it'd be a you know story worthy of your guys's time that's uh that's really cool to hear that you guys are taking an interest in in the in what we're doing yeah i uh i mean esports has been a big part of my life and has been what i've wanted to do for a really long time so it's really cool to be able to continue to do so even during all this stuff um we're having a good time here so far and we hope that uh everything will continue to flow extremely smoothly over the next Hopefully not too much longer, but no. well, we we just hope everybody out there is being safe, doing what they're keeping track of their interactions, doing what they have to do to to survive until this till we get out of it. And if you're bored, definitely check us out, uh, LIDSports.gg, or uh, you can also check out the HyperX ESALV website uh, that will bring you to our online tournaments uh and you can sign up for whatever one is most exciting to you awesome kevin justin again thank you guys so much for your time and we will be right back Kevin and Justin, thank you guys uh, again for joining us and and sitting down and having a conversation with us. This is what we talked about uh, here a few episodes ago is just uh, people, uh, you know, this being kind of silver lining wise, being able to be a little innovative and and figuring out different ways to connect with people for people to continue to have you know them to hold the tournaments uh you know i love the fact that they went and they 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 were proactive about what they were doing and again that's just people out there leading the way and and really showing uh people what you can do with technology and and uh you know remotely yeah you know and it's interesting because uh i've talked with some people that have been involved with the esports arena in the past and in their short history since being open, they've had to kind of adjust on the fly a couple times. You know, originally when they first opened, the intent was to play to a little bit of an older crowd 
and then Fortnite happened. So they kind of rearranged it to be a little more family friendly. And now they got to deal with the coronavirus. So now they're going back to, to hosting these online tournaments and, and opening that avenue. So, you know, kudos to them for being able to adjust to some pretty big shifts in thinking for them and to be able to to do as well as they have been. Yeah, absolutely. Well done. Well played. That is going to do it for us today (laughs) thank you guys so much uh, for joining us Uh, we hope you guys have a great rest of your week be safe you know what it is we love your face we'll see you real soon